This episode is a real talk episode about emotional and spiritual healing. We're looking to correct some of the misguided notions attached to healing. We look at what it means to really be safe and heal. We look at the role of toxic positivity and victim blaming in the idea of healing and help you shift your definition of healing to a healthier place. Let's talk about what intuition really is. Let's look at all the places intuition and ego show up in your life. Let's share honestly. Let's do the research. I'm Jamie Hayhurst. I'm Heather Wood. This This is the Intuitive Intuitive Girl's Guide. Hey, Jay. Hey. I thought we'd do a real talk episode because we haven't done one in a while. I know. It has been a while. So I thought we'd do real talk on emotional healing. I need to like get all cylinders firing for this one i need to keep an eye on my spice level about it no oh <laughs> no no people like the spice i i just think at someone who some of it's personal though yes let me explain this okay as someone who worked in the industry for a long time mm. doing like private sessions and coaching mm-hmm. one of the things that i would run into a lot would be people who were I'm not mad at the people. I'm mad at the people who are telling them the wrong things, just Correct. to be clear. Right. But I'm running into people who are like, well, if I just heal this one thing, if I shift this one block or this one vow, then everything in my life will be better. I used to feel that way. And then in addition to that, I'm running into people who are like, oh my God, I've screwed up. I slid backwards because the same issue is back in my life. Oh, And job. those two things, the amount mm-hmm. of frustration I would get where people would be like I mean people weren't looking at me like it was my fault that their life was but I don't mean it like no. that but like that they were so disappointed right and it I I understand I was never mad at them I, it's like a it's a spice level and a frustration with the fact that like people who do healing work of whatever kind right lead people to believe that based on like their marketing based on like this this magic thing that I'm going to give to you mm-hmm. that I have, not that you have. It's going to fix you. I'm going to do the fixing of you right. and then everything in your life is going to be better and easier and you'll never deal with this issue again. Which completely ruins the expectations. And it sets you up to fail. Right. It ruins the expectations and it sets you up mm-hmm. to fail. And so I get spicy about it because mm-hmm. if you've you've probably done some great healing work in your life... Right. And then had something like this happen because you had this misconception and, and like undid it or didn't appreciate or like didn't realize how awesome you are and how right. much amazing work you did. Right. You like discounted it. Because you just want to be fixed. Yeah. Right. But there's, I know it's not popular, but there's no fixed. Well, that doesn't like, that doesn't sell products. No. It doesn't spike engagement. I know. When you're honest and truthful, like that, that doesn't sell. You know? I know, but it's it's like it's real. Like the amount of just as a person in this industry, and I know you've had to do this too with energy mm-hmm. healing. The amount of fixing mm-hmm. of like hurt that people do to other people mm-hmm. is so maddening. Yeah, like I just, I, I just had a Reiki session the other day, which I don't do many anymore. But I did an in person session for someone, and she yeah. was like, "Oh." Um, how often do you recommend I do Reiki? Uh-huh. 
And you know me, I gave her the same spiel that we give everybody. I mean, if you're yeah. a regular listener of this podcast, You've you know yeah. how we feel about you this. You can say it along with her. Right. Uh, like, tell you, you, we work f- for a while together. Yeah. And then you shouldn't need me anymore. And when you do. I should taper off. Like, yeah. we should taper the appointments off. And yeah. then you should just be seeing me for, like, maintenance. Yes, or right? something big happens. Yes. Right, or something, some some bad thing or even a good thing happens, right? Like, yes. And she said to me, oh, she's like, I wanted to see what your answer was. I wanted to see if you were going to say that I have to see you every week. Yeah. So, like, I passed the test. You Right, but she was smart enough to do the test. Exactly, but that tells me that she's seen enough bullshit that yeah. she had to, like, test me. To yeah. see if I was going to try to scam her Ugh. or sell her some bullshit thing. No, I don't. I, no. You know what I mean? Yes. It's it's so frustrating because now not only are you going to have to help that person heal that right. suspicion and that wound. Right. Right. To like let you in to really help them. Help. Right. Like it's well, going to delay the actual healing. Well, and think about like to your point. Mm-hmm. She asked me this after our first session. Right. So think about how guarded she was without even knowing it. Right. How, like energetically guarded she was yes. during the session. Yes. Right. And how much like courage that takes to ask. Yeah, true. That's a good point. You know? Yeah. It, it's frustrating. I feel like I would be giving like a lesson for like the first few sessions I would do with people on like, let's undo a lot of the stuff you right. think before right. I can even get to helping you. Right. Because when I do get to that that mm-hmm. big work, you're going to put it in the wrong box. That's a good point. And it's really tough. Yep. So let's set the record straight. Let's. Okay. This is one of those places where I'm not going to give the, the like little disclosure of like, this is how we feel. Mm. Form your own opinions. No. No. Some of this is opinion. I'll tell right. you when it is. But like, this is actually how it works. Yeah. Okay. So I looked at healing and I thought, so we're talking about like emotional, spiritual healing. Right. But physical healing certainly fits the bill mm-hmm. as well. But when I looked at, like, what is the real definition of that? Like, where have we got off course? Okay. The definition of healing is the process of curing or of restoring to health. Okay. So I guess if you hear that, you're going to have to have a definition of what health is. I was just going to say, I think you, like, health is not perfection. Okay, but that's what we're told. Exactly. That's what we're taught. Right. That health is some sort of standard or perfection or having Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with you. Right. And that's, I mean, that's ableism for one. Absolutely. Not everyone is born in that state. In fact, probably nobody is truly Mm -hmm. born in that state. Yeah, probably nobody. (laughs) Right? Like, but like, it's, it's this idea that like, you can't be whole or you can't be healthy or like, like able to go out into the world and and do what you need to do Mm -hmm. if you don't have this like strange level of perfection. Right. And this is like unattainable goal that you can have people in like a hamster wheel just spinning trying to get to over and over again like you're you're forever trying to get there yes exactly you're the hamster wheel is a perfect explanation because you're never actually making any movement in that scenario you're running in place yeah exactly exactly i also think of this energetic component that stands out to me and i i want to bring it up because it's probably one of those things that like maybe other people don't see that I see, mm-hmm. you know, how we like yeah. to talk about how I'm like yeah. always discovering this. <laughs> yes. So if you have some sort of physical thing that you actually do cure or heal, yeah, it doesn't leave your energy field. Right. So if you, let's say you break a bone yeah, and you 
cast it, you do all this stuff, you get to the say six week mark and it, you're they're like, you're cured. Your bone is no longer broken. Right. Healed. Fully healed. Fully healed. Your bone has been restored to, it's better than new. Mm-hmm. Energetically, your energetic body still has coded in it a broken arm. Trauma. Right. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't actually restore anything. It right. doesn't actually cure anything. Physically, yes. Right. But energetically, no. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that you're walking around with like some problem. Right. It's just like, it's like code written about you and it's right. like broken up. Right. So when people are thinking of healing anything energetic, right. you can't think of it as like wiping it clean or getting rid of it. Right. You have to think about adjusting how you carry it. Right, and processing it. Yes. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I think everyone should, for homework, listeners, make your own definition for health. Yes. Get rid of the stupid ones you've been taught. That's a good They're point. probably all garbage. Mm-hmm. They, you probably have an idea of, like, your own health. Like, do you consider yourself healthy? And then mm-hmm. ask yourself, why or why not? Right. And if it has to do with the weight loss industry, I was gonna say your weight, drop kick it yeah. out the door, yeah. burn it to the ground, stomp on it after you burn it. Yeah, just get rid of it. Yeah, that's a problem. It has nothing to do with your weight. No, it has nothing to do with if you have a health issue. It has nothing to do with how able your body is. Correct. What does it actually mean to you? Right. And I, I mean, I could give you a definition, but I don't want to because I literally want everyone to like make their own because I think it's important to put your own language. No, yours will fill in for them, them or it should be, they should be doing it themselves. Exactly. And listen, it doesn't have to be the way your doctor would describe health. No. It's how you would describe health. How, how you would feel if you were at your most healthy. Yes. How would you feel? I think... Write out a description mm-hmm. and then pick three words that represent it mm. and have those three words. And then you can check in with yourself. Like, how am I feeling in these three areas? And you're not allowed to use the word skinny. No. No. Ew. Mm-mm. I mean, I don't think you can see it from here, but I think you can can confirm if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. You can't move this much because you'll hear it on the podcast. But I'll have Jamie during the break. Look, on a bulletin board over to your left mm-hmm. is are my three words. Oh, I have not seen them. And so I look at those all the time because personally, my definition of health is perfection. I had to change that. Yes. I had you to create that. Yeah. No. Right. That's that's a lot of where this like mm-hmm. destructive body image like rough relationship with my own body right. comes from is the idea that like I'm trying to achieve a perfection and there's always work to be done. Right. Let's focus on the things that aren't right. So reforming it is important. Yeah. Perfection is impossible. It is. And I, I I'm always doing this thing where I look and I see someone else and like, say they're like really fit. Mm. I'm like, oh, I wish I could be that healthy. Whereas oh, I have no idea how healthy they are. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? It's that like right. programming. I feel like it's that '90s programming no, of like what healthy is. Yeah, exactly. You have no idea what's happening in someone's body, like no in their idea. mind. Yes. Even if you are like, it's not possible. But if you were like perfectly fit, if all your labs were perfect, right? Physically fit. Yeah. Who knows what's in someone's mind? What their mental exactly. health is doing? You I mean, don't know. I feel like every time a celebrity commits suicide. People are mm. like shocked, but I'm like, that doesn't just because they like Cause look well rich. and they're rich and they're right. famous doesn't mean that they're mm. they're healthy or they're well. 
And that's not to say that money doesn't help things. I, I just... Money definitely helps everything. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's how you keep the poor poor. That's how you keep the middle class middle class, right? Well, because that saying is like so, like, money can't buy happiness. It's like, no, but it can, it can, it can create the space for you to actually be able to even consider happiness. Or like to feel safe. Like you need money in this, yeah. in this economy, yes. in this country, you need money to feel safe. You need you need money to like to survive. So I mean, that's not fair to say that. Also, especially with our healthcare system, mm. there's yeah. times when I mean I'm not I do well financially, and mm. like I won't go to the doctor based won't. on a right. financial because I'm like I'm not spending that much money. Right. What I know. Like so, yes, you cannot. That was a side. I no, but it's down it's so set. important because it's fascism. <laughs> but it's really important here because if you're associating these things right. with wellness or health right. that's a problem right yeah okay well, and you also have to know the obstacles mm. that you're facing like you can create this like definition of health and get the three words but if you're living in a society that makes it really hard yeah to eat well yeah to feel good yeah to have time to exercise whatever 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 yeah you have to know like the system that you're in that's yeah. working against you Oh, it's not a fair race. We're not no. running a fair race no. here. Some of us are running one that's right. far easier. We started three laps ahead. True. Twelve laps ahead. True. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. You mm-hmm. have to know that. And you have to you have to adjust your expectations for right. yourself. Because it's also not healthy to like force yourself to right. do all this stuff and like not be happy because you're trying to make sure you exercise and only eat a salad or whatever bullshit thing you have in your exactly. head. That's also not healthy. No. Exactly. That's why you need your own perspective, your own definition. Yep. How can you gauge if you're on track for that, if you're well, if you're healthy? How do you gauge that? Yep. And it cannot be what a doctor says. It cannot be what a magazine some fitness influ- influencer right. says. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, I love fitness. I aged myself when I said magazine. You did. It was just what the internet tells you is what I meant to say. I love a good magazine. <laughs> Honestly. You know what I find myself doing? When I'm talking about something I saw on TikTok, I'm like, well, I read this I read thing. that, right? Yeah. No, I didn't. Because people won't take you seriously if you no. say, I, I heard a TikTok, watched a TikTok. <laughs> I, I read this thing, slash, I saw on TikTok. I read it on the screen. Someone suggests <laughs> that you say, you know what I read in the New York Post? <laughs> and then say a TikTok. <laughs> and people will take it more seriously. more seriously. Yeah. I think that probably depends on the age of the person you're exactly. talking to. I yeah. Think so. Okay. The next part of this is when people say that they are healing or working on healing mm-hmm. or like I want to heal mm-hmm. my first question is what what do you mean by that like what does what does it look like if you're healed or healing okay like what because a lot of people are healing to something mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to heal to this level or to this element gotcha and that's never gonna work okay you can only heal to a state mm. you can only heal to an emotional place point you can't can't actually heal otherwise because Mm. i can do all the right things my whole life and then suddenly get cancer like that's true you cannot be so focused on these like outside things right should you pay attention absolutely should you go get blood work done should you take care of yourself yes right i'm not saying don't worry about it because shit's gonna happen Mm -hmm. but i'm also saying it can't be outside of you it has to be something in your control right in a way you're feeling yes right a lot of times when I would say to people like, okay, what are, what are we working on? And they'll be like, I want to heal this and I want to heal that and blah, blah, blah. And I'll, I'll say like, why? Mm. 
first of all, you know that's my favorite question to I ask know, ever. And it's hard. It's hard because they haven't thought of that. Right. And until you can say, I mean, I, I helped them say figure right. it out. But like until you can say that, you're mm-hmm. not going to get there. No. We talked about this on our goal setting episode. True. Where it's like when people say like, oh, I want to, I want to like start a fitness routine and lose, you know, 20 pounds and I'll go, why? And they won't be able to answer. And I'm like, you're never going to do it. (laughs) It's not going to work. Like if someone can't answer that and it's not like a positive thing, Mm -hmm. if you say like, because I'm a fat ass, you're never getting there. Like it's real easy to see. Right. Right. So like knowing why, like why, why are you doing work on yourself? Because the the energy behind it sucks. Yeah. If you're just saying I'm a fat ass, I can't look like this. Yeah. You're running on shitty energy. And you you have no energetic thing to work towards. Correct. What are you're to just not saying suck. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Spoiler alert, you're gonna suck on some days. Right. Uh, the best people. Mm-hmm. I don't know who they are, but they're somewhere. They're mm-hmm. better at everything than all of us. Right. They still have days that they suck. Well, and you see you hear this all the time, like when people have like weight loss surgeries. Yes. And yes. then, like, they transfer addictions, right? Yes. Because cause they're looking for a physical goal. Yeah. Like, they want a physical change. Yes. But the work doesn't happen behind that to support the physical change. Exactly. So then that energy just goes somewhere else. Yeah, it reminds me of when somebody wins the lottery and then, like, loses it all. Right. And it's like, well, they didn't heal anything, any part of their, like, energetic right. relationship with money. So it still sucks. So it still sucks. Right. Yeah. So, and again, I'm not trying to weaponize like, you deserved it. No. No, 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 no. But there is, you can't, no, no, no. You're, everyone is like ignoring the most important part. Exactly. So I think it's worth, mm-hmm. it's Noting. worth looking at and yep. it's worth going to. So why do you listeners, I mean, I know why you listen to this podcast, but why do you do <laughs> the work? Because the work is sweaty and messy and emotional and hard. So, Jamie, why do you why do you want to do this healing work? Hmm. See, <laughs> and it's it's hard because it's not an it's not, answer that is easily well, just cultivated I, into a sentence. Right, I can't say it in one sentence. Yeah. But for me, I started doing the work because I felt like I needed. Well, I've said this before. I actually yeah. started doing the work for my kids. Yes. Because I wanted to be a better parent. And yes. I saw that my own shit was getting yes. in the way of me being a good parent. Yes. So I knew that like I couldn't just paste on a happy face and mm-hmm. be like, I'm not losing my temper. I'm a great mom. <laughs> so I had to look at like uh-huh. like my issues around the way I was parented, like yeah. my own, like managing my emotions. Yeah. And that started with me. Yeah. It wasn't something I could just like read a parenting book on exactly because I'm not actually fixing my own shit. And then once you started doing, don't worry, I'm going to simplify this for mm-hmm. everybody. But once you started doing that work, yep. why on earth would you ever continue? Well, you know, <laughs> I'm a Scorpio rising. True. Right. So like that plays a part, like there's yeah. a million reasons why you would like the work or, yeah. or, or run from the work. Yes. Right. Yes. I'm a person who runs head first into the work. You do. But the the more work we did, yeah, I did with you, yeah. The like easier things got in my life. Like I saw stuff just clearing out of my life, yeah. And when I cleared things in one part of my life, yeah. Like really cleared it, not mm-hmm. just the the face of it, right? Yeah. But like really did the work and 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 healed the the stuff underneath. Yeah. It was clearing all over. Yes. In all other parts of my life. Yes. Right. So like you start to like heal stuff with your emotions 
and feeling safe. And then you notice that like you're booking more sessions. Like I'm booking more sessions. I'm making more money. Because shit heals across the board because it's an emotional issue. Right. Right. Yes. So like things are getting better all over the place. And I think that was so perfectly said because if I'm going to make it simple for everybody Mm -hmm. of why anyone does this work, Mm -hmm. it's because they want to have a better experience. Exactly. That's just in life. Right. And that's what you're saying. You did the work. Mm-hmm. You were motivated mm-hmm. because you wanted to be a better mother. You wanted to have a better experience as a mother and you mm-hmm. wanted your kids to have a better experience growing up. Right. So that motivated you. And then you got there and you did the work, which right. is sweaty and hard. And mm-hmm. you have to like admit truths about yourself that you don't want to. That's about, probably the problem. And and you have to admit stuff about your parents that you don't want to admit. Yes. Even if they're the most perfect people in the world, you still have to look at like mistakes that were made and experiences that happened yeah. and like... Sometimes you don't want to look at it's that. It's ugly. It's it's right. tough. And it's admitting things about yourself and like going like, oh, that, that thing I protect. Let's mm-hmm. let's grab it. Let's let's expose it for all to let's see. Let's drag it out into the daylight yes. and, yes. and look at like why we've been avoiding this thing for 25 years. Yeah, but the truth yes, exactly. And then the truth is when you do it and you push through to it, mm-hmm. right? Some part of you, I think you have to be a curious person to mm-hmm. keep pushing. I really do. True. I think that aspect, True. and which is an intuitive trait, right? right? That's why right. so many intuitive people are right. doing the work. But once you do, you realize that your experience as mm-hmm. a human here has improved so much that you only want to continue to do it. Right. And if, if that's why you're healing, if that's why you're doing the work, because you want to have the best experience possible right. that you can at all times, mm-hmm. that is is a great gauge. Yeah. That's in control. Yeah. It has nothing to do with like outside things you can't control. Bad shit's still going to happen to you. Right. And like it, if you're healing to like earn someone else's love yeah, or to like be good enough for someone or to meet someone else's expectations, you're never going to get there. No. It has to be about what, how you want to feel your own expectations for yourself and like how you want your life to look. Yes. Has to be about you. And even if you start motivated the way that we both did, which mm-hmm. was like, holy shit, I'm responsible for these other humans. Right. And like the script in my head was like, they deserve a better version of me than the one that's here. Yes. I know she's there. I know yes. she exists in me, but I 100%. can't. The one that's here is like feeling really damaged. That's what how I would have described myself. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, I would have said mine felt really out of control. Okay. So right. that it's like this broken element of me that felt... Like, it was all the only part. Like, I was trying to overcome it to Mm -hmm. be anything just mediocre. Right. So that was the initial motivation. Mm -hmm. But I quickly realized that the more I cared about myself, Mm -hmm. the more I was, was like, taking on and not handing to my kids to heal. Exactly. You're not going to have to heal all. There's going to be a lot you're going to heal because I'm not going to get to all of it. Yeah. And I'm going to do some of it. I'm going to hand you some new shit, too. Right. Exactly. (laughs) But. Life will. Not all of this will continue to you. Right. That was a thing that was like, okay, and the the better I'm taking care of myself, the better my kids' experiences directly. Like mm-hmm. it, it was it was amazing. I know you hear it all the time, but like mm-hmm. when you see it in real time, yeah. it happens. And I think this is why some people kind of become addicted to it. Yeah. In an unhealthy way. Yes, agreed. Where they're just like constantly excavating all the bad things to become this better person. Right. But like you're not becoming a better person. No. You're just becoming a person having a better experience. Right. That's a good point. You're not earning anything. Mm-mm. Like your self-worth is not based on how healed you are. No. But you go to some of these like retreats. 
Yep. You go to some of these people and it's like, it makes me think of Teal Swan a little bit. We did yeah, an episode yeah, on yeah. her, like the, the script of right. like, that's a good point. The way you exist here, like, like almost like those people, like someone like Teal presents herself as better or above everybody because right. she's has this intuitive knowledge that's made her heal herself more right. and she can you heal need, you. And you need me to pull you up here to my level. No. Right. No, you don't. No. No. You know what I also think is a good trait to have? What? If your fight or flight response... It was fight. Is fight. Yeah. I think us fighters... Yeah. That will like sort of run into it. Well, right. Because we're naturally going to need to fix the thing in front of us. Correct. We like once can't... I know about a problem... Yeah. That's the thing about your ego. Is that it, yes. it'll hide it from you. Right. As if it's not actually affecting you. Right. Yeah. But like if you bring something up to me, I'm like, all right, yeah. let's do it. You're also like the fastest shifter of things as soon as you see it you like energetically shift immediately like i'm gonna say in the whole world oh really <laughs> okay i'm giving you that time all right i'll take it it's instant right i also you're so clear cognizant that i think that before i've even said it. it like if i'm energetically right. taking in the information you're already shifting it like right. you don't need me to even say it out loud i mean you do you like do. me to say yeah. it out loud but i don't think you need me to right like it's it's this incredible power to do that and so Mm -hmm. i think when that's how you are Mm -hmm. when you're fight absolutely people who are flight Mm -hmm. so they're like the avoiders Mm -hmm. what i see with them is they tend to fall like all the way down into the deep dark pit yeah like they go all the way like fighters we're falling Mm -hmm. and we grab a branch we're like grabbing yeah i mean sometimes we let go and we're like oh shit we grab another one but like we don't tend to go all the way down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I might have hit pretty close to the bottom yeah. at one point, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Where avoiders will just be like, I'm just going to avoid this till I hit the bottom. Yep. And then I'll figure out a way out. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it, it definitely is your programming that way yeah. too. For I sure. think it's interesting. It's very interesting. When you are helping somebody heal, it's really good to know how their nervous system is responding. Right. If it's fight or flight or freeze. Fawn. Yeah, yeah. fawn. Um, because the way that you're going to need to help them is going to be different. Exactly. So like somebody who, if I was doing work and someone was trying to shift like a vow or a story that they had in their flight versus if they're fight, the way that I'm presenting mm-hmm. is very different. Like somebody who's flight, I'm going to give them very small morsels Mm -hmm. and let them like work it through Mm -hmm. absorb into their mind and come back it's it's slower but they shift they they get there somebody who's fight it's like let me just lay all of it on the table and then we'll weed through a little bit by bit it's very different yeah you you challenge me yeah because you know like you'll like pose a question yeah like what if this happens oh yeah and it's a bad outcome and i'm like yeah. Well, no, that's also the best technique for you personally. Right. You are my favorite person to do this to. And you're also like, talk about like, like soul contracts. Like we True. talked about in last week's obsessed. obsessed. Like right. I'm someone who all I want to do all the time ever is right. this work with Analyze, people right. and like figure it out and see it and solve the mystery. Mm-hmm. It's the Sherlock Holmes part of me. Right. And I'm constantly squelching it i'm constantly editing it i'm constantly trying not to do that to everybody because people have not asked right but then i become best friends and have a podcast with someone who there's nothing in their life that they love more than having this work done and having someone point it out like it there's never a time where i'm going like oh shit i shouldn't have helped like i shouldn't have brought that up no 
because I know it would be more like, oh, should I should have brought it up. Like, yes. She actually wants to do no, that. I really want to do the yeah. work. So yeah. So I'm just saying like that's right. quite clearly evidence. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. I also think that someone without an energy as intense as mine would never be able to work alongside of me. You have very intense energy as well. It comes out differently. But like, do you know, like I'm such an intense human being speaking of our soul contracts and our healing work. Uh There's nothing I do comes out without intensity. I mean, in fact, we had a conversation. I was just going to say this. Okay. About the podcast because we are doing it on video. Yeah. Okay. And I was, one of the things about me that I'm learning to embrace is that I'm just a difficult person. I'm difficult. I want everything a certain way. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not go with the flow. You would never describe me as go with the flow. No. I am not go with the flow. Uh-uh. I'll create the fucking you, you flow. You make the flow. Yeah. Right, exactly. I control the flow, damn it. Okay. So we had this conversation like, hey, I, we, were, we did it at a table for the first two episodes. Right. And I watched it and I was like. Don't like it. It's not the right vibe. And you were like, we do look a little like newscasters. I get it. But I'm like, no, we. We when need we, a couch now. We. <laughs> We need a couch now. Immediately change it to the couch. Immediately. And your response was like, okay, but like your husband did a lot of work to get the setup we have. And so like maybe you could live with it for a little while. Just see how it goes. And my response was no. Literally, that's all I wrote. No. (laughs) I was going to reference. Yeah. A different conversation. Oh, I was being difficult somewhere else. No, where you were saying that you were intense. Oh. And I was like... I don't find you to be very intense. Well, that's because you're also intense. (laughs) Exactly. We had a conversation about someone, I will not disclose who, that they weren't maybe quite intense enough for you. Oh, yes. So. Right. Yes. I don't think there's a person on this planet who would not use the word intense to describe me, maybe besides you. Yeah, I've never felt like overwhelmed, but I'm sure. (laughs) That's because we're probably at the same we're at the same intensity level. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. In fact, if I'm, I actually Marco Polo'd you the other day and I think I was distracted while I was doing it. And so I was not as intense mm-hmm. and you were literally like, are you okay? I did do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> like that. I think right. you're just, right. You're just used to the level. Gotcha. So, okay. But that's who you should be doing healing work with yes. is people who are on that same right. level who, yep. who like want to do the work too. Like if mm-hmm. you're, if you're do, trying to like force it down a friend's throat or like your spouse's throat and they're oh, just like not don't there, do yeah. it's going to end badly. It really is. Mm. Okay. You said this before, but it doesn't mean perfect. No. There's no perfection. There's no, even if you had this like gauge, like let's say my, I'm healed when I like, I get to this reaction if someone brings up you know this issue that Mm -hmm. is connected to my dad in childhood or something and then i hit this weight and then my no longer anemic or whatever you've got right yeah (laughs) has two goals right yeah (laughs) i formerly anemic and currently anemic person like let's say that's what you do right and then you hit those and you get there right you you're something else is gonna go off like you're never gonna achieve that and it's never Mm -hmm. gonna feel good the way I think about perfection is like, say you could magically get there. Okay. It, it's impossible. Yeah. Literally impossible. Yeah. But say you did, you would then spend the rest of your life white knuckling to maintain that perfection. <sighs> That's you wouldn't such just a like, good point. You wouldn't just like hit perfection and then coast and be like, 
laid back. <laughs> it's all a downhill slide from mm-hmm. here. It's yeah. like you would then you would then be trying to micromanage everything so you could stay perfect. And how is that healthy? It's literally we're literally here, yeah, to grow. Yes. Like we're literally here for this human experience mm. to grow and change and evolve and learn yes. and like yes. unlearn things yes. and relearn. Like perfection is the antithesis yes. of why we're here. Yes, I agree. Do you know what used to bug me? It's still a little bit, but I understand it a bit better now. But it used to bug me when I was younger because, again, I perceive the world slightly different than others. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this mm-hmm. many times. Is that. People seem to have this expectation that life should never go wrong. Right. Do you know what I mean yeah. by that? Like, yeah. first of all, you get to be as pissed off as you want that right. life went wrong. Right. But I'm that person for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at my hair, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Shit goes wrong. Okay. Mistakes are made. Mistakes mistakes get made. Things right. happen. Right? Like, right. Right. But I don't walk through life expecting them not to. Right. I walk through life being like, that's going to happen. I hope it doesn't, but it's, it's, that's just what it is. And, and when it does happen, I can handle it. I can handle it. Or I can call the resources in to handle it. Yeah. And I'll get through it. Right. I'll figure it out. I'll have to. What? I don't have a choice. Right. Right. Like that's, but there's something that happens and I don't know if it's like a generational thing. I don't Mm -hmm. know if it's in, in like, I can see ties to where it could be in like religious teachings of Mm -hmm. like, if you achieve this thing or this level, life will be easier. If you're a good right. person, bad things won't happen to you. Right. But the even that there's a saying that like bad things happen to good people, it's kind of like, duh. Right, exactly. Like, and right. what does it mean to be a good person? Like, right. like, it's so layered. And I feel like this expectation that it's like supposed to go well all the time. Yes. Is, it really screws people up. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you don't have that expectation, like hope for the best, sure. Right. But you know it's not always going to be like that. And you don't take it like personal or like, oh, I must be unworthy. Or right. I must have like screwed something up or right. made something somebody mad. Yeah. That's not what it is. No. So when you have that perfection, you get stuck there. Yep. Okay. There's a big connection that people have between self-worth and like quote unquote up-leveling. Oh, really? <laughs> Who? Everyone in the world. Uh-huh. Literally. Okay. So here's the thing. I disagree. People think that because they have done healing work. Right. It, it doesn't have to be like on the spiritual side of it. You could have done it more. Like you could be going to therapy. Right. That they are somehow now better than those who haven't. In fact, oh, right. any cult that's based on some kind of belief system, I think of like Scientology as a good example. Because mm. that's like front of mind with everything going on right yes. now with that. Right. It's really based on the belief that people doing that work are better than the people who yeah, aren't. Yeah, like a superiority. Or like a Jehovah Witness. Mm-hmm. You're going to walk over everyone else to go up the magical staircase or whatever who it's didn't do this work. not very nice. Right. But this is a side note. No, it's true. I mean, you're going to go... If you do the work, you get to go to like the nice place. Right. Everyone else. I guess it's heaven. It. Right. Right. And yeah. it's... Which is really paradise. just like socialist paradise. Yes. It is very it's like communism. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then just find that interesting. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't, if you don't hit the mark, whatever the mark is, mm-hmm. then you have to go like to eternity in like raggedy clothes with fire and it's really Suffer hot. Forever. The heat. Right. Oh my God, the heat, right? Like <laughs> it's like a weird setup. But but I think that, right. that that 
puts this thing in people's brains that they're better if they do the work. Like, like a lot of the patriarchal, like, like divine figures are considered perfect. Mm -hmm. Right. But like, if you look back at pagan gods and goddesses, none of them are perfect. Yeah. Well, I think it's also fueled by this sort of like rugged individualism that we are Mm. choking on (laughs) from our society. Yeah. Right. That like, I'll do what's best. Yeah. I'll get, I'll get what I need. Yeah. To like get whatever it is that this like either be like a one percenter. I'll be a billionaire someday or I'll get into heaven and leave you fools behind. Like, yeah. I mean, that's what the setup is, right? right? It's like you're on your own kid. Mm -hmm. That's a good point because then it really takes you out of your empathy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one, Jay. Thanks. Well done. I think I need to think about that for another minute. So let's take a quick break. Okay. Let me digest that more and we'll be right back. We'll be right back after this short break. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You know what goes great with podcast listening? A great cup of coffee from a great coffee shop. Yep, beans roasted in-house, amazing baristas. You know where I'm talking about. Restoration coffee, can we go? Yes, I need an Americano and maybe a panini too. Ooh, I need blueberry maple latte and probably a resto bowl. Yeah, check them out and visit restoration-coffee.com. Hey y'all, it's Jamie with a little shameless self-promotion. We've had a lot of people reaching out asking about distal Reiki, so I wanted to let you all know that yes, you can book a session with me. If you'd like some distance Reiki, get in touch with me and we will set it up for you. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Let's talk about what we're obsessed with this week. Heather, I have a question, first of all, for the listeners. Oh, because okay. I feel like the obsessed segment could sort of I'm feeling pulled in different directions. Mm, we've talked we've talked about this. Yes. Sometimes I feel like I want the obsessed to be talking about like sometimes I'm like, I want the listeners to know about this yeah. creator on TikTok that yes. I love. Yes. And just share that person. Yeah. But then sometimes I feel like the obsessed is like Jamie's sort of like 30 second like radicalization <laughs> program. Like, can I, can I share this like anti-fascist yeah. 
information to like bring everyone with me. That's a very uh, Scorpio rising way of looking at it. But yes, like these hits of information about like, like where fascism is like really hitting hard here in America. Did you just hear like an Archangel Michael thing? Okay. I don't know if you guys could hear that, but it was like, maybe he wants me to go that way. I think that's some encouragement. It was like when you said the word fascism. Okay, continue. But so I, I haven't decided. But okay. I mean, I, I don't want to lock myself into anything. Well, listen, you're a variety person. I am. I'm a certainty person. So right. I actually already came up with a solution to this. And then I'll let you, I'll let, I'll let you tell your, I don't know what your obsessed segment is. But, it's actually none of it. It's okay. just something different. Okay, so good. Because I just think this should be a segment. Like. Right. We, I had a conversation with a listener. Hi, Courtney. Oh, hey, Courtney. She was like, I want to be on the Obsessed segment. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and right, I was right, like, right. why couldn't we have a listener, like, we could. send us some audio clips or, like, and talk about it or talk with somebody. Like, it can what literally, it's just, with? so this is right. literally just a segment. Gotcha. And it's something we're obsessed with because we're obsessed with anything okay. that has to do with any of this. Gotcha. So I, that's my way of putting certainty on the variety that you need in this segment. Love it. Okay. okay. Go ahead. Great. <laughs> See our episode on human, human <laughs> desires and fears. Thank you. <laughs> okay. This is actually apropos of none of that. It's it's Perfect. more of like the conversation that we're always having about yeah. um, this spirituality mm. to white supremacy pipeline. Yes. Right? And I don't know if any of you have seen this guy on TikTok. His name is Felix Cipher. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll post it. Yeah. It's like this big drama about him and he um well I showed you the like the screenshot of him. You you turned it and turned it back really quick. And you were like he he looks like Hitler. I did say that. And that's because he's purposefully trying to look like Hitler. Okay. And he's saying he has a nose ring. Yeah. Like a he has a septum piercing. Yeah. That is like big and black. It's like a black stone. It, so looks, it, like looks, a it looks like a mustache. Hitler mustache, yeah. right? Can I just side note that your new nose ring looks amazing? Oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. Continue. Um, So I was like, what's this guy's problem? He's clearly starving for attention. Yeah. He's mentally ill. Like, you can feel it. You can feel that he's mentally ill. Yeah. But But. he then starts his whole shtick is that he's Hitler reincarnated. Oh, no. That in a past life, he was Hitler he has a scar to prove it right here where he killed himself. Wow. Um, what does getting a scar in this life have to do with that? Like it shows like that he was that's where he born, died. that's where he died, that's where Hitler killed himself. Don't get me um, started. He's wearing this thing, he speaks German, mm-hmm. and um, talks openly about eugenics. It's like the people who are like, I'm pretty sure I was Jesus in a past life. Right. And like all of this is terrible and awful. Yeah. But this is just a prime example of the things like when you start saying like I'm very he said I'm very familiar with my past lives I've done a lot of past life work and I'm Mm -hmm. like here we go again ruining Mm -hmm. it for everybody (laughs) yeah ruining it for everybody because now now I don't want to talk about past lives with other people because you sound like this guy exactly you know so it's like I I'm doing nothing but complaining but I'm just saying that like this is sort of a the full illustration of how people take spirituality mm-hmm. and harm. They do real harm. They do. Like calling like calling for eugenics, calling Hitler's energy forward, like it's yeah. gross. Just like getting people to watch your 
just your for engagement just right. by doing outrageous things like that. Right. It's gross. I don't think it's you complaining though. I think it's you pointing out a problem. It's and a speaking huge out about problem. it. There's a difference between complaining and like being like, I need people to know about this so that right. this doesn't continue. Right. And I, I, you know, I'm quick to like make fun of, of us white ladies. No, wait, you. Me. All the time. <laughs> quick to call out the white women. Because I am a white woman. Right. So it's my job to call us out for our ridiculous behavior in yeah. a lot of different arenas. Absolutely. But like this guy is a white guy. Like, Of course he's you know, a white guy. And people are all over him. Like I see all like, yeah. I see people all over stitching and calling him out and like, you know, that's great. But it's it's a real problem for, for everybody, but also for like this, like... Yeah. spirituality stuff well Agreed. whatever industry we're in Agreed. can I say something slightly silly yeah if Hitler was back mm. do you think he would want anyone to know that he was Hitler exactly of course not he would be if that same unhealed energy was back right that he would never be saying who he was before he'd be trying to take over in some other way exactly by saying he was he like excludes himself from right. leading anything exactly so nice try it's just like a sad vibe for attention it's gross but it's not it's not good for a lot of different reasons truly so truly okay. just be aware be aware and don't get a nose piercing that makes you look like hitler it's probably yeah. not a Please good idea stop yeah okay jay i want to know personally what your connection between feeling safe and feeling healed is. Oh, Lord. I know. Feeling safe and feeling, feeling healed. healed. So well, I'll give you a second to think about it. I didn't warn you. I was asking mm. you this. But the reason why I'm bringing this up is because a lot of people get sort of in that almost addicted cycle. Yeah. And almost like a panic, especially people like you were bringing it before who are fight. Right. They get in the space because they feel like it's going to be, they're unsafe if they haven't become the most healed version of oh, themselves. okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So even if you logically know that not to be true, mm-hmm. you probably have some story written that you're safer if you're healed more. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I was actually going to say that I think at first my ego feels unsafe. Doing the work. Healing. Yes. Um, but then once you get through it and start working on it, then I do think there is a a touch of that, like, oh, I'm healing, I'm doing the work. So like, I'm safer, I'm more able to like deal with things as they come, which is good. Yes. Um, but I think you're right. It probably could swing to being unhealthy. So looking at where Mm. you have put safety and healing. Mm. So people who are like very afraid to do any kind of healing work. Right. It is very unsafe to heal. Yeah. Until you shift that relationship. Yeah. You won't be able to do the work. Yeah, I know lots of people like that too. That's why I asked those questions that you were referring to before. Like, what happens if you don't do it? Tell right. me what happens in your life. What does your life look like in 10 years if you don't do this? Right. If you don't work on this? If you don't push through this? And people are like, oh. Right. And then I go, what does it look like if they do? And it it's like this really easy way to like short circuit your ego to help you. Right. I mean, it sounds, like it, you. it sounds like it's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
What's happening? There is. I hope that's picked up on the mics. I do too. We're not going to edit this out. No, we're leaving it. Okay. But also because for the video, the, our faces during that must have been amusing. I mean, your face was funny because I was looking at you. So if you couldn't hear that, there was just like 20 bangs to when I, like bang, bang, bang on the wall. And I had referenced that before, like with Archangel Michael, when you were talking in the Obsessed segment. So it's yeah. a lot. Hey, Michael. Hey. If you don't know what we're talking about, see our episode on Archangel Michael. It's <laughs> a good one. It's a shameless self-promotion for Michael. Why have we called Michael in so much for healing? For protection. Oh, because I'm talking about it not being safe. Not being safe. Okay, thank you. Well, Well, it's true. I mean, it can feel really scary. Yes. Like we know, I know people who like would rather suffer. Yes. Like they have active trauma. Yes. Yes. And they would rather suffer on like an unconscious level, subconscious level. Yeah. Yes. It feels that scary to look at your shit, to Mm -hmm. feel your shit, Mm -hmm. especially if you're, if you've never been taught like emotional regulation, emotional management. Yeah. If you don't have higher levels of like social emotional yeah. intelligence absolutely that is scary it's so scary and listen even if you are someone who's interested in doing the healing work you mm-hmm. are showing up for it your when you start this work mm-hmm. like let's say someone come like back when i was doing sessions they came in for their first session yeah do you think they're going for the scariest no. issue no, no they're no, going no. for the I want right. to adjust. The, they're they're entering with the small ones now. Right. The small ones are, are always very indicative of the big one. Mm-hmm. I, as soon as you tell me the small issue, I I'm aware of the big one. Right. And you know what I mean. Right. Like yep. it's not yep. braggy. I think most no. healers feel that way. Yeah. But like those, you're gonna start with the safe ones. I know for me personally, the idea of spending money on myself mm-hmm. back when I was struggling with money mm-hmm. to. To be better, to like heal, especially the, the like mental struggle mm-hmm. and the adjustment of like adjusting to becoming a mother. It was right. a, it was a rough ride for me. Right. The idea of doing that was so scary. Yeah. That I, I, it was so hard for me to do. I had to fight that monster every single time I did it. Right. So the point is that yes, when you see those people who are not interested in doing the healing work and they sit in their little even less than mediocre life and don't try for better Mm -hmm. it can make you go why right but the truth is that it's for them it's so unsafe to do any of it but even for the people doing the work Mm -hmm. there's parts of it that you protect because it's the most unsafe right and the more work you do the more your ego doesn't believe that anymore exactly like i feel like with you and i of the work we've done there's few things that our ego is going to really stop us from going right. to it you'll feel the resistance yeah. but you it's not that big anymore exactly so the more you do it the better but really looking at your relationship to safety and your relationship to healing right is a really really helpful thing yeah, i agree yeah okay what do you associate with the word unhealed shadow yeah, I think a lot of people when they hear unhealed think lazy. Really? Yes, like oh that person's not trying to heal themselves because no. we're taught to believe that. That's not nice. Yeah. Well, aren't think about the kids who struggle to get good grades in school. Yeah. At least when we were in school, were they were they labeled because like oh this the way that they're taking in the information just right. isn't working for them? No, they were lazy. They were they were just like lesser. Mhm. Right? Yeah. That's the messaging. It's not true. Yeah. No, yeah, that makes sense. So if you're unhealed, there's the, this this like hmm. look down upon. Yeah, like these inferior. are the people. Yeah, and again, this is the people in the cults, the Scientology, the mm. 
the teal swan people, the Doreen Virtue people. They're like, I'm looking Mm. down on my nose at you because you haven't done the healing work I've done. Right. That's the whole vibe. Right. But unhealed is not lesser. No. Also, unhealed in yourself, if there's an area that, like if I said, hey, if if I was having a conversation with someone, like it looks like you could do some healing around this area. I'm not saying you suck. No. I'm saying you could feel better. Yeah. There's no level of worth connected here. Mm-mm. So I just feel like looking at your own stuff because you've got mm-hmm. anything that you haven't like created a new definition for, you've got someone else's. That's a good point. So if you mm-hmm. haven't really thought what does unhealed mean to me, what do I right. associate with it, then you have just associated other people's stuff that you've been taught or that you kind of picked up. Hmm. That's a good point. And I think also... If you're, if you have a misaligned mm-hmm. definition of health, mm-hmm. like we, like if it's leaning towards perfection, right, you're gonna have a really hard time. I've personally had this problem, um, admitting mm-hmm. to what's not healed in you. Yeah, because not even because I didn't want to to admit it personally, but because I want to look like I have my shit together. Well, right, because... it's not safe for me to admit that like. I don't, I don't have this all together. I mean, it's the, the biggest vulnerability ever, right. I think, right, is right. to show that. And so if vulnerability isn't safe, right, then letting someone know that you have a part of you that's unhealed right. is very unsafe. For me personally, right. if I'm at a place where I feel like I'm starting to heal it, I can share it. Right. If I'm in the thick of it, yes. I don't want anyone to know. Yeah. I'm not ready for anyone to see that. Like it doesn't I don't feel powerful enough yet around mm-hmm. it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you and I are usually waiting until we feel like we've got something like we're managing a problem before we talk about it. Yes. Like the things that I can talk about so easily are like like I could easily talk to people about um, eating disorders and like body image issues and mm-hmm. postpartum depression and those kinds of things. But mm-hmm. that's because I'm, I'm not in those places anymore. Right. Do those things still affect me? Yes. yes. But I'm not, I have, I feel like more powerful next to them. Right. But an issue that felt like it had a lot of power over me, right. like if I was struggling with it, there would be very few people who I would share that with. Well, because not only am I struggling with that thing, yeah. but then I have to also manage your perception of me. Yes. So the load's too heavy. It's too much work for me to like worry about you worrying about me, right? Yes. Or worrying about that you think I'm weak or worry, like, yes. worrying about like that you, you think I'm not tough or strong or whatever, yes. whatever that You're going to see me is. as lesser somehow. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it's too much while I'm already sort of doggy paddling and trying yeah. to stay, keep my yeah. head above water. Yeah. Like that's too much work. Yes. And it's, it's why a lot of people like using the doggy paddle scenario, mm-hmm. it's why a lot of people drown. And don't ask for help. Exactly, because right. to reach out to a therapist, to right. reach out to a friend, to go right. say something to somebody yeah. is so fucking hard. It is. Especially when you're struggling with it. Yes. It is beyond difficult. Mm-hmm. And even though like, even though I know, if I came and told you, or I told my husband or my mother or something, like, mm-hmm. hey, I'm struggling with this, mm-hmm. even though I really do know in my logical mind that you would not think lesser of me, mm-hmm. well, you would already figured it out probably, but like, do you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. like, I know that there's still going to be a big fear around that yeah. presenting of a vulnerability I and agree. that I can't, I have so little control of how you're going to take it. Mm-hmm. So 
if you can start to heal some of that, if you can at least have a script that runs runs alongside of that, mm-hmm. that like healing is something that, or doing that work is something that strong people do. Exactly. Because it takes so much strength. strength. Exactly. That that being vulnerable in that way is mm-hmm. a sign of strength. Exactly. It's not a weakness. Agreed. If we can really look at that, I think it would help. Yeah. It's always going to be hard though. Yeah. That, it's that initial speak out. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got to tell you something. This is hard. Exactly. That then once it's out, it's fine right. for me. Anyways, that's how it, it's like to say it. Cause like you have, first you have to admit it to yourself. Right. Cause that's hard. And then you have to say it out loud. Like exactly. it becomes real if you voice it. You can't take it back. It's a spell. You, you said it aloud. Exactly. It's exactly. true. Yeah. Okay. The other thing I want to look at here is this sort of victim blaming slash toxic positivity connected with people who aren't healed. Mm-hmm. So we've kind of addressed the victim blaming. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you're, you haven't healed your relationship with money. Is that why you're poor? Right. That's so stupid. And I so ignorant. Yeah. And no. Absolutely. Can that work help? Yes. Right. But it. Is somebody, like you said before, who's struggling to get by going to have time to like sit down and, you know, work on their vows? No. So like it's so ignorant to come from that place. These things have to happen alongside of each other. And there's also, you also have to check like your privilege. Exactly. Right. Like where, like what socioeconomic status are you coming from? Yeah. Like what are, what things have you been afforded in your life? Yeah. Like you have to, you have to acknowledge that other people don't have certain privileges, or even just how healed were the people who raised you? Right, exactly. What access did they have? Right. What What kind of environment did you grow up in? Even if right. it has nothing to do with the money, right? Right. Did like, you go, right. But did you, did you go to school like as a neurodiverse kid? Yes. Having to learn like in a in a school system that didn't help you. So like, yeah. what maybe you don't have the profession that you wanted? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many different variables at play mm-hmm. that you can't blame people no it makes no sense no. it really really doesn't Mm-mm. and like you don't know someone else's trauma you don't know someone else's story you don't know why things are unsafe for right. other people and the thing is like the more empathic you are and the more this work you do and like hear other people share the more you understand that mm-hmm. like people are always like oh i don't want to tell you something because i might judge you and i'm always like it's really hard for me to judge you right like really hard because like for me, I, I'm so used to hearing these like deep stories of like why, what someone struggled with that they maybe don't share with a lot of people. Right. And so to like, just look at someone and to sort of blame them for not being where they're supposed to be because they didn't work hard enough or didn't do the healing work mm-hmm. makes the smallest amount of stuff. Like it, there's no, it's right. not a sensical, sensible thing to do. No, no, don't do it. If you are associating the toxic positivity with it, you got to check that too. Yeah. And I think it's really helpful to try to make sure you clock that in language. Like if you're like, should I do this program or sign up with this coach or buy mm-hmm. this book? Right. How much toxic positivity is connected to the healing in this? Yes. That's going to tell you a lot. If you see it there, walk away. Yeah. So for example, like if someone said to you, like once you like, I don't know why this is in my brain. Once you learn runes. Hmm. You will never struggle financially ever again. Right, exactly. I, like, I see stuff like that. Absolutely. And I'm like, that's not so that not true and right. not how it works. Right. Could or learning like, runes improve some of yes. that stuff? It absolutely could. It's another tool for you to do that stuff. Like, right. absolutely. But is it is it a magical fix for everything? No. no. And it's also like this whole 
high vibe thing. Yeah. Like use this product or this modality to raise your vibration, mm-hmm. which will work. Yeah. For 30 minutes. I was going to say, like, there's so many other factors to your quote unquote vibration. Right. But when you like aren't, you're, you're doing all this stuff, you're using yeah. the oils, you're doing yeah. the sound bowls, you're, yeah. you're doing all this shit and it, and those things work in the moment, but you have like unhealed trauma from when you were six years old. You're just going to get dragged right down again. You, you yeah. have to heal that stuff. Yes. And again, you can't judge someone for not because they might not have access to right. that. They might not have access to those tools. Right. So it's, it's just... The more we talk about it and put it out there mm. and like make it accessible right. and the more we take it away, like which is the whole reason for this real talk segment from the like yucky places of it, yep. the better. Right. Yeah. All right. I wanted to bring up the word, a word that bugs me. <sighs> what? And I, I know a lot of people use it and I know that they don't mean it bad. Uh-oh. And I'm like, I'm kind of bracing. I was like, do I say this or do I not say it? You have to say it. Now. I have to say it because... I want people to know more than I care if it maybe makes somebody uncomfortable from it or they have to like reflect on something. What is it? It's the word wholeness. Oh, yeah. It's Mm -hmm. kind of a red flag for me. Okay. If someone's like promoting some sort of healing and the, Mm. the hope or the end goal is wholeness. Because what does that mean? Is that just like a workaround perfectionism? That's what it feels like. It feels like like that. And when I read like a mm. lot of, and li- listen, this isn't for everything. Like there's, there's a Brene Brown thing about like wholeheartedness. That's like really great. Like, I, oh yeah, that's, that's a different, different yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. but it's this like, you know, become whole. Yep. yep. And I'm just kind of like, what? I am whole. I might be struggling or right. I might have a story that's holding me back a little bit from having a better experience, but it's not. It's mm. not, I'm not less because of it. Like yeah. it gives me this, this idea that like the opposite of whole would be like missing something or lesser. Right. When to your point that like just being born and being alive. I'm already whole. You're already whole. You're already yeah. worthy. You're, yeah. you're like, those things aren't up for negotiation. You no. can't lose them. You can't no. earn them. No. You just are whole. You are worthy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just, it, it gives me the ick. Gotcha. And I don't think people mean it badly all no, the time. No, I know. It's just, I know what you mean. Just clock it. Mm-hmm. Let it be a red flag and then mm-hmm. explore further because maybe it's fine. Yeah. But I don't like when people say, like, become whole. Yeah, that makes sense. No, I can't become whole. I am, I am whole. whole. Yeah, right. thank you. All right. <laughs> I like to bring this up because, you know, it's one of my favorite things. The spiral staircase. Oh, yeah. Okay. I say this as often as possible. Same. Yeah. I will bring it up. Yeah. Any if you give me a little tiny nugget of a segue to talk about the spiral Force staircase. My way in. I yeah. Yeah. Elbows are flying, I'll yeah. get there and we'll talk about it. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people have this misconception that like they haven't healed something because an issue is repeating itself mm-hmm. in their life. Right. So this is kind of like a bad news, good news moment. <laughs> right. It's just a realistic moment. Yeah. The bad news is that even when you're healing stuff, the the same issues are gonna repeat. Right. Because that's why you're here. That's less like a you're it's like a learn. lesson that right. listen. I don't know. I don't have all the answers to this, but it's very clear to me in the amount of work and study and research I have done into this kind of work that human beings come here with like two or three main lessons mm-hmm. and a lot of lessons that come off of that. Right. And like in this lifetime, somewhere you signed up to work on these things. Agreed. 
Does that mean that I think you signed up to have a terrible, traumatic, abusive thing happen to you? No. No, I will never believe that. And I will argue with anyone who says that. I think that's bullshit. And it's... It is bullshit. It's not okay to say to people. No, that's victim blaming. It is absolutely victim blaming. I don't think that at all. Mm -hmm. I think that shit happens because we have free will here. And there's things that happen that are bad that sometimes... Because of the fact that you're so programmed into a lesson, Mm -hmm. sometimes if you choose it, Mm -hmm. you can have that be something that it hurts you, but also can help heal you. Right. That I believe. Yeah. But not that you called in some bad shit. I will never. That is so toxic. I can't. I can't. No, you called in a miscarriage. You called in a rape or something like that. No, no, you did. You did not. Take yourself off the hook for that right now because it's not okay. And don't ever, if you say it to someone, I'm coming for you. Yeah. I'll show up. Right. You don't know how, but I will. Or Jamie will. One of us. Or both of us. Watch out. But on the spiral staircase, the same lessons are going to repeat Mm -hmm. over and over again in your life. Right. In slightly different forms. And it's going to piss you off. So that's the bad news. The good news is that you're on a spiral staircase. And the more healing you do, the more you travel up the staircase. So the same issues are happening, but you're in a different place when they do. It's a different vantage point. Think about the first time a big, hard, shitty lesson hit you. Mm-hmm. And think about 10 years later, that same lesson coming back and what that's like, even just for your nervous system to deal with. Oh, good point. Right? It's yep. It still sucks. Yep. It can still be jarring and difficult. It's still yep. a struggle. It's still bad. But it's not the same right. as when you were at like the entry level of it. You've gone up the stairs, so you're at a different angle. You have more tools to deal with it. You've done some work to unpack it. And so now from this angle, this same lesson is teaching me something else. I'm growing in another way. Right. I also, when I think of the spiral staircase personally, yeah, it's always like when the when I was first dealing with something, it's like I was on the ground floor with it. Yeah. Face to face. Yeah. Like it was right the only thing I could see was yes. this problem. And it yeah. was like It's like a monster trauma, you're fighting. Right? It's like a trauma. Yeah. The response is trauma response. High alert. Yes. Hand-to-hand combat. You're fighting a woolly mammoth, right? Yeah. Yes. But then you start healing and traveling up the staircase. And then at a certain point, you're like on the fourth floor. Yeah. So you can, you're looking down on it. Yeah. So you feel more powerful. And you got a but bag you, of tools with you. And you can also see the whole, the whole room. Yes. Yes, the it's, perspective. The perspective changes. It's not yes. like it's in your face and all you it's like you're fighting for your life. It's like, oh, I see the woolly mammoth down there, but I also see like I see like some bows and arrows. Like I yeah. you know what I mean? Like or I see someone coming up to help me. Like yes. the perspective is so different. Yeah, and the the it's a lot safer to be on the fourth floor with exactly. a woolly mammoth than face to face. Right, you have yes. so much distance from That's it. That's such a good point. So you're not yes. in fight or flight anymore. You're like, you know, you might get a little little kick of that right of course a little yes. adrenaline starts mm-hmm. to roll through mm-hmm. you but you're not in like shut down no fight flight all that like no you're like okay all right yeah I, we got this this yes. sucks but we got this and even to that same point even if you're high up on the staircase mm-hmm. you could have been you could have been two flights down and it felt easier but suddenly from this angle it feels a little harder this time like mm-hmm. what's going on you have not gone backwards. No. It's just the way this is hitting is hitting something else. You're learning more about it. Yes. There's right. everything is so connected that there's mm-hmm. no area that you're healing something that you're not healing it across the board. Right. But there's other things attached to other places. Mm-hmm. So like you're just bringing up something else. Right. But it's so important to know this because if you're like, why do I keep repeating the same lesson? I must be screwing up. Mm-hmm. No, you're probably actually doing really well. Exactly. So right. I think that's important. 
I'm going to say something that every time I say it, nobody likes it, but everyone, they get on board, but they hate it. Okay. It's a truth. I think people don't like to admit that healing and struggling are the same thing. Oh, yeah. Healing is struggling. Mm. You wouldn't be struggling if you weren't healing. Good point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the only way you can heal is to use your intuition. Right. Because your desire has to alert you to the fact that it wants something better. You want to feel something different. Yeah. So immediately you're struggling if that happens because you're not feeling a thing you want. That's struggle. Right. So struggling is healing. Gotcha. So if you're like, I, this healing, like, look how great it looks. (laughs) Right. This is so easy. (laughs) No. Right. No. Correct. If you feel something's easy, you are just at a place where your intuition hasn't desired for you to adjust or like... Keep going. Yeah, it's just going like, stay here for a minute. There's nothing wrong with that. No, we need rest. We need breaks. Absolutely. It's cyclical, right? But like, it's... I feel like people think that you should be struggling when you're not healing. Right. But a lot of times what looks like peace in other people is actually like misery because they don't feel like they can... They're powerful enough mm. to get from point A to point B. Mm. People think that you are struggling, but then once you start healing, you feel better. Yeah. But it's actually, it's actually the opposite. Exactly. The struggling the struggle is, is the, the healing. The that you that you need to heal. If you start struggling, it's right. because you're starting to heal. Right. You're if, starting to realize you don't want to be there anymore. Yeah. And you right. might have that realization and go, nope, and turn around. Right. That's okay. People right. do that all the time. you got to be <laughs> <Yes>. ready. <laughs> you know yes, what I mean? That's true. But you're not struggling yet. Right. That's a good point. You're only, if you're struggling, you're healing. A hundred percent of the time. There's that's no exception. Point. Okay. In the same zone, mm-hmm. people don't really like this one either. But it's true. Okay. Healing when you love yourself versus healing when you think you're less than are two very different things. Mm. That's a good point. So I know when you say like love yourself, it sounds like a little mushy, gushy, pokey. But like, what's your motivation for healing? I want a better experience. I love myself enough to have a better experience. To want a better experience. But I bet you can conjure up the image of someone right now very easily who their motivation for healing is to not be lesser anymore mm-hmm. or because they are lesser and need to become quote unquote whole. Or because or or they want more. They want more money. They yeah. want more status. Yeah. Yep. That's coming from a place Different of... place. I don't want to say it's hating yourself because I mm-hmm. don't believe that, but it isn't loving yourself. Gotcha. Loving yourself is hard and it's not like absolute. Like you don't just click a button and you love yourself. Mm-hmm. Trust me, if there was a button, I would have pressed it a long time right. ago, right? right? It's it's a journey, right. like everything. It's a spectrum. It's like where mm-hmm. you just keep trying. But like the things you're doing out of the motivation of disgust in yourself or not liking something about yourself versus the things that you're doing because you fucking deserve it, mm-hmm. those are two very different energies. And I can tell you which one's getting to the finish line and which one isn't. Right. It's just really bad energy to be like, yeah, I fucking hate this about myself. Like, yeah, it's just such a bad energetic place to like try yeah. to motivate yourself from. And, also, and it'll work at first. It'll work yeah. like it'll work a little bit. Yeah. But you can't sustain that. It's not sustainable. No. It reminds me of the TV show, The Biggest Loser. Yes. Which is just abuse. Abuse. And like right. people who are. It's not the people's fault, but they're mm-hmm. like, they're like, oh, the way to get here is to hurt myself. Yes. That you, you attract that when you do that. So like, if you're going mm-hmm. like, 
because I suck. That's why I need to do this. You're going to start attracting in resources that make you feel lesser all the time. And the real reason your intuition alerted you to something, your desire was to feel better. And all you're doing is feeling worse. Doesn't work. It's not going to work. Doesn't work. Yeah. It's exactly what like I think of, I know I'm using like weight loss examples, but Mm -hmm. it's like a perfect match because like people who do these dramatic diets where they only eat like, I don't know, a granola bar and drink mint water or whatever right. it is whatever the whatever. hot thing is at the moment yeah. where you're like starving you're, you're like hurting your body and you're right. not intuitively doing something they'll lose a lot of weight mm-hmm. all of a sudden but they'll put it back on plus extra 20. right because it, they're motivating themselves out of like hurting themselves exactly where if i i'm always using this gauge especially when it comes to how i feed my body because i struggle with that right mm-hmm. Am I doing this because I love myself? Mm-hmm. Am I restricting myself from having that because I love myself? The answer is probably, probably not. not. Right. It's rare. Right. It's rare. Like, and it gets tricky in things like, like for me, for some reason, my stomach really doesn't like it if I have like sugar at night. Mm-hmm. It's just like a, it's a bellyache situation. Right. So like sometimes I'm going to restrict that. Like, oh, I, I want. Because you don't want to feel badly. Yeah. But right. do you see how it gets mushy yeah. where you really have to go like, yeah. no, out of love for it, I don't want to feel bad. Yeah. I'm not going to have something or I'm going to have a banana or something that I know is not going to or like a tiny little piece of chocolate. Like, right. do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So like you really have to check in because mm-hmm. everything's too muddy to know. Yep. So it's like, okay, you can, you can do it from a place of I don't like this state, mm-hmm. but you can't do it from a place of I... Don't like like myself. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's not going to work. No. And there's plenty of baby steps if you're there. If you're sitting, if you're listening to this going, well, that's where I am. Mm -hmm. There's a part of you inside. First of all, if you're listening to this podcast, it's led you here. Mm -hmm. But there's a part of you inside going, that's bullshit. I am worth it. Mm -hmm. I am lovable. Right. And there's a story and we're stuck here in this place of not loving myself, but it's in there. Right. So that's just where you have to start stoking that fire. One last tip. Mm-hmm. Shocker that we would be a long episode when we did real talk about healing. Okay. I can't believe it's one episode. I know. <laughs> okay. It's intention versus expectation. Yes. If you go into anything, mm-hmm. but like healing, certainly, and you're like, I expect these 10 things to happen when I do this healing work, mm-hmm. you're going to be disappointed. Right. If you go in and go, I intend to feel these ways while I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. And for this to be how I move through this, you'll feel great. But the point that you have to make mm-hmm. is that expectation and tension. Different things. But when you say intention, you can't just switch the wording of the expectation oh, yes. to get the thing. Yeah. The main point is that it's the feeling. Yeah. I intention is a feeling. Feel. I want to yeah. feel this way. You don't have control over all the outcomes. Listen. Right. Control is my drug of choice. <laughs> I'm a control addict junkie in recovery. Okay? Like, Uh. (laughs) kind of in recovery. (laughs) The thing with control is that there are parts of it that are coping mechanisms that are okay. Yeah. But like everything, there's a tipping point to when it becomes very unhealthy. unhealthy. Right. Right. Okay. So if you're trying to control all of these variables and outcomes that you don't have any control over, Mm -hmm. you're going to be disappointed because... You're going to feel like you're not powerful and Mm -hmm. that's not, you know, feeling powerful, spoiler alert, and feeling healthy or well are very similar things. So if, if you're like, I, I want, I'm going to exercise for six weeks, three days a week, 
And then the, the thing is my ex- expectation is that I'll lose 20 pounds. Right. You can't fully control that. No. And every time you exercise, you're not going to lose 20 pounds. You're right. going to not be there. You're always going to be sure. unable to control that. You're never going to hit it until right. this like far away point. Mm-hmm. And the motivation for that's going to run out real fast. Right. But if you, an expectation is ego. Yep. If you come from intuition, which is intention, and you go, I want to do this because I want to feel like this. Mm-hmm. And when I go in to exercising, I'm going to feel like this. Right. That's doable. Yep. Listen, nobody, I don't know anybody who like looks forward, like right before they're about to go exercise, they're jazzed about exercising. I mean, some people, but rarely. I don't, who? I don't know. <laughs> I think they're fibbing. You think? Yeah, because. It's not me. It's not me. And I like to exercise. But mm-hmm. the thing is, like, it's going to be something that I'm going to be doing the work. I'm doing, like, actual work. Right. It's hard to be real excited about that. Mm-hmm. But if my intention is to just go get started and get to the place where I feel open to that experience, I'm going to win. Right. I win. No matter how I do or right. what the results are. Up. And I'm happy I did it and right. it gave me something. But if I expect all this stuff. Right. This no. many calories, this much time. Yeah. It's... It would be like expecting just because you got a good night's sleep to go run a marathon. Mm. I right. can't run a marathon. No. I could probably, if I had to do it, when life depended on it, I could do it on a bad night's sleep. But do you know what I mean? Right. Like, it doesn't make sense to have all these outside things connected. You can only control your emotional state. Right. So, focus there. Gotcha. All right. Anything else you want to say about this? This healing. <laughs> I think we covered a lot. I mean, I'm sure there's more also. Yeah. But I think this is a good start. It's a good start. So deep diving on this. We can return. Yeah. Let us know what your follow up questions are. Yeah. All right. I think the healing work I need right now is coffee. What do you think? Munch. Yeah. Hey everyone, Heather and I have an ask for you. If you love this episode or if you love the IGG, can you do us a favor? We need you to go onto whatever platform you listen on and download, subscribe, like, love, whatever it's asking you to do. Can you go do those things for us on the platforms that you listen on? It would mean so much to us. Thanks for listening to our episode. For a way to get in touch with us, please visit our website, intuitivegirlsguide.com. We love hearing your feedback on our episodes.